0: and the Consumer Quarterback,
1: Brandon Rimes. And welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show, always helping you win in any marketplace. We aim to be a consumer advocate. That means that we're going to help you understand your buying decisions. We're going to help you avoid a lot of the commission-based advice that's so prevalent uh, out there in our community. So we do that by bringing on all these great expert contributors. Uh, talking about attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, experts in real estate, technology, self-defense, and more. So we love to help you in those Endeavors. Save our hotline number. At some point, you may need to talk to us or give us a call. We'll put you in touch. 813-917-1894. Just call or text that number. 813-917-1894. Consumer Quarterback Show. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. And I want to give a shout-out to Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance, a safe and effective way to help your body's uh, immune system boost your immunity. Uh, With vitamins and nutrients going right into your body, it's a great opportunity right here in Tampa Bay to reach out to Stephen and Lisa Gunnan. Plenish IV Solutions, multiple Bay Area locations here in Tampa Bay. So we got a Tampa Bay home being sold as an NFT. What is an NFT? We'll have Michelle James here in a moment explain a little bit about that. She is our tax resolution specialist here, taxprooftampa.com. Uh, So we're going to talk with her about something, you know, what to expect also this this season with the IRS and tax liability uh, when selling your real estate properties. We also have Dan Mennekeim, Pro Health Pest Control, coming on the show, as well as Douglas Clark. He is the owner of Ours Creole Smokehouse. We're going to talk about his restaurant and some of his uh, different menu items there as well here on the show. Now, we like to feature our real estate listings live on air, help our sellers profit more and sell faster Uh, utilizing our innovation with radio tv and internet marketing we got a property at 5014 pompano drive in newport richie this is gulf harbors waterfront canal front pool home corner lot location completely updated and renovated it's a beautiful property here in tampa bay 1700 square feet you got three bedrooms two bath two car garage Waterfront home with bay access, private dock, deep water canal, and you also have updates galore. Updated kitchen, huge lot, pool or covered porch as well. Private community with a community clubhouse and boat ramps and a beach. Beautiful property here in Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. This
0: is God's come.
1: got michelle james back on the consumer quarterback show tax resolution specialist welcome back michelle
2: thank you thank
1: you excellent my pleasure so yeah what what can people expect this season it seems uh, you know there's a lot of confusion out there i believe around this tax environment i've even heard like the irs is, is very slow to process people's returns what are you hearing out there
2: yeah, we're still experiencing some drag. Um, I do know that we are still seeing some clients who have e-filed back to 2019 tax returns, and they still have not yet been updated. Uh, but it is a slow-moving process. At least it is now moving. Uh, but what we're also seeing are a lot of letters um Late charges and penalties, and with that, now of course it's double work on us preparers because now we have to then call and you know call in and say no, it wasn't filed late. You guys processed late, so that in itself has you know just created a whole lot more work for us, even in the 2021 tax season here.
1: Oh no, that's not fun. More work. More more work.
2: work. More work for uh... as if we need to be on the phone with the IRS anymore.
1: Right. Exactly. So, yeah, audits. What do you think about audits? Is is there a higher propensity for for more audits this year?
2: You know, I I actually have to say, yes, I do see that in the news. Um, But uh, probably, you know, and and I hate to even maybe even jinx myself, but I must say I personally have not seen a audit from any of my clients in probably 10 plus years. Um. But it doesn't mean that they're not out there. We do get questions. you respond back to their questions um and it has not been taken any further. Uh, but I do know that there are quite a bit of audits that are ramping up uh, but I tend to stay in that safe space with my clients while trying to give them you know the most deductions that I you know will will allow a hopefully tech, you know audit free return
1: yeah, that's right and what are some of the tips that you give in terms of how to avoid audits?
2: Uh, I know a lot of people like to do the home office expense, and that's a big one. It's, it is a red flag. It is a huge red flag for the IRS. Um, and there are ways to structure that, to still take the deduction and not have it be considered home office expenses. Um, we can have you pay rent in lieu of, just taking the home office deduction itself, you know, and unfortunately for those who have been working home for the past year or two because of COVID, they absolutely get no benefit of that. Um, However, our self-employed individuals still are able to do so, but I just say we be mindful. We make sure that you know, we are following the rules with the IRS. They require a separate entrance. They require it that it's not in your bedroom where, you know, you are able to say a client can come to your home. And so there are some guidelines with the home office deduction that most people don't follow. And if you don't qualify in that sense, then you should not be taking it. You should probably be doing the, you know, the, the alternate way of taking some of the deductions on the home by maybe charging yourself rent um, and and allowing it to be deductible at that
1: point. Right. Yeah. It seems like that's somewhat the best way just to charge yourself rent. That way you take it. Is it a certain percentage of the square footage, right?
2: Absolutely. And this way, you know, you're not saying it's a home office expense. This is now a a rent line item expense and thus foregoing, you know, any type of, you know, eyes on the tax return Um, another one of course is um, you know people are big on I want to show a loss I want to show a loss well if we're in our second or third year of business and we're consistently showing a high loss right it's then considered a hobby for the IRS and so at that point now they begin looking well why is it that you keep dumping money into something that is costing you so much and now you now become that flag. Well, how are you surviving? Where is the income? How are you living?
1: Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. We're talking with Michelle James here. She's an attorney and a CPA right here in Tampa Bay. Taxprooftampa dot com, and and you can also reach out to the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll put you in touch with her as well. Uh, just call the hotline. Uh, when you when you think about. I get the question a lot about people selling their real estate as either a primary residence or maybe an investment opportunity. Uh, What can folks expect when they're selling their real estate in terms of tax liability?
2: Well, in this market where our prices are soaring, um, (laughs) it it is now certainly um, having people recognize much, much more gain than they typically would. So on a primary home, we still have those exclusions of $250,000 on those primary homes, and that's gain, okay? So I know a lot of people go, oh, I I sold my home for, you know, $500,000, but that's not your gain. That's just your selling price. Right. We start to reduce that number by taking into account the purchase price of the home and any improvements that you actually made on the home along with any expenses of selling the home. And so we try to tighten that gap and have it fall between that $250,000 exclusions on a primary home. Now, if you are selling an investment property, there are some other rules that apply, and one is your income can have you excluded from any of the capital gains um, benefits uh, so it's important to to do some tax planning. And, I, and, and tax planning isn't after it has happened. <laughs> uh, and typically, that's where I see the problem, right? They come in and the transaction itself has already occurred. Well, if it's already occurred, we're just dealing with what's at hand. Um, and, and let me just step back a little bit. On the primary homes, it's Five hundred thousand dollars in gains that can be excluded for a married filing joint um, return. Okay, so it's two hundred and fifty for the individual, five hundred thousand dollars for the married filing joint. Now that's a major break, um, and if you are exceeding that, chances are you, you will be paying a little bit of taxes to the IRS. Now, the amount that you are paying is the amount that is either above the two hundred and fifty or the five hundred thousand dollars, depending on how you are filed.
1: And what percentage does that right. go to? Does that go to a, your, your uh, what's it called? Actually, the, base?
2: the tax rate. The tax rate on that is anywhere between zero to twenty one percent.
1: Zero to twenty one percent. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So you can you can experience some pretty large capital gains taxes uh, depending on on where you fall. Now. If this is an investment property, a income-generating property, the rules are very different. Uh, and there are no exclusions for the capital gains, which means most likely you will be paying the taxes on the difference that you have earned in capital gains on an investment property. Now, notwithstanding, over the years, you are taking some huge beneficial deductions. And so the IRS is now saying, well, when you sell, well, now we would like to recoup some of what we've been giving you over the past years that you have used this as a rental property, understanding that every and pretty much anything having to do with a rental property is tax deductible, right. including depreciation, right? So you get some really, really, really great deductions as it is as it as it's performing as an income property, and you do see the the taxes on the end when you do sell, though.
3: Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Uh, let's take a quick break there. When we come back, uh, more with Michelle James, tax resolution specialist, tax pro of Tampa. Dot com. She's on Del Mabry Highway uh, in Tampa as well as an office location. And she's an expert contributor here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And we'll be right back after this short break. Please follow us online. We would love to connect with you at Brandon Rimes, one on Instagram, Twitter, her Also on YouTube, Brandon Rimes Realty. We'll be right back.
4: Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you've been listening to the phenomenal Brandon Rhymes, the Consumer Quarterback Show.
0: To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. dot com.
3: Margie here with the Consumer Quarterback Show and the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. If you're buying, selling, or investing, please give us a shot. We would love to help you. We are a top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay, and you can reach us at 813-750-0550. Call or text 813-750-0550. ConsumerQB.com.
1: Hey, Brandon Rimes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of Platinum MVP Realty, and a top listing agent in Tampa Bay, featured in Florida Realtor Magazine, Top Agent Magazine, The Business Journal. We're looking for inventory. Attention sellers. We need more inventory to sell. If you're a seller on the fence thinking about selling your property, we want to hear from you. Free comparable market analysis. Check out consumerqb.com. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894.
0: You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online
1: at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty, always helping you win in your real estate deals. We've got a property at 4823 Ebtide Lane, in uh, port richie this is a beautiful property waterfront condo penthouse condo um, on the river it's on the cody river overlooking the gulf of mexico you got new flooring fresh paint covered parking as well 1,100 square foot one bedroom two bath and it could easily be converted back to a two bedroom two bath 4823 ebb tide lane unit number 405 in port richie Beautiful property right here in Tampa Bay, and you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. All right, a quick shout-out to Victor and his team over at Chad Irrigation. They just finished up a project uh, putting in irrigation and and sprinkler system uh, in our yard over at our property. Victor and his team do a great job here in Tampa Bay. Uh, Chad Irrigation, longtime friends of the program. Uh, Call them for all of your irrigation needs. They show up on time. They do a great job. First-class organization, Victor Chad Irrigation. They'll do a great job for you as well. And we've got Michelle James here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Tax Resolution Specialist, TaxProofTampa.com, that is. And I wanted to talk to you, uh, Michelle. There's an interesting story uh, in the tampa bay uh out of the one of the newspaper organizations i believe it was tampa bay home is being sold as an nft uh golf uh, golf house will sell at auction next week over and transfer the property rights instantaneously over the blockchain in a first for the region and maybe the nation so it's a home in golf golf going to be auctioned off as an nft uh what's your take on that
2: uh no, you know i don't have a whole lot of information about it to be honest but i did listen to the interview um just trying to grab my head and grasp around it trying to understand what these nfts are and and for those who are not familiar it's what they call a non-fungible token and it is pretty much it is a part of the ethereum blockchain okay and NFTs can be anything digital from what I understand, anything such as like a drawing or any type of music. It's it's anything that is digital yeah. and you can exchange one token for another, if I understand that correctly. And so what they're trying to do is, you know, have this property sold as an NFT and have it apparently multiple you can be anywhere and actually bid on this property, uh, is, is also what I got from the interview. Um, but I don't know too much past that as, as far as I know the tax effects on blockchains, of course it's, you know, any income. That is generated from that. You are you will be responsible for taxes. Um, I know as far as the cryptocurrency is concerned, if you are using that to pay an individual for services, that would be taxable income. So I I can't I would have to say that this would be the same when it comes time to sell. So purchasing would never. That's not where the transaction occurs. It's when they're selling, and so at the part when they be. When they get to the point where they're now trying to sell that property that they've purchased as an NFT is where they'll start seeing the taxable um, the taxable effects of it. And I actually don't know what that would actually look like because it is such a new arena. Um, the IRS is still kind of trying to give clear instructions yeah. as to what that will look like.
1: Right. Yeah, it seems to me like a gimmick just to get you written up in some papers and some online, uh, some online coverage. It's basically it's the question. Later on the article says, "Is, is this just hype or is a real world application?" And she's quoted saying, "The auction is really to stimulate conversation." Yeah, so it's to me, it's kind of like hype. You know, hey, let's sell this as a blockchain, as a currency, and an NFT. Uh, you know, the, the the blockchain from Ethereum. Uh, but it goes on to also talk about how uh, you're se- so what they're doing is they're selling it as an LLC. She says, "In short, the NFT is an LLC." So talk about that. They're selling that LLC, transferring ownership rights through that corporation that they set up.
2: Right. Um, And again, it's, you know, the the LLC, again, stands as its own entity and can purchase. So as long as the LLC owns its own NFTs, it can transact business as as its own, no different than the individual of course using cash or a loan so it is operating in the same exact manner as it would any other transaction except you are using a digital currency
1: right yeah it's a, so it's to me it's a lot of fluff and not much not much this, substance it's right there. yeah <laughs> It's just like people, buying, yeah. you know, buying land in this metaverse or whatever, for example. Like, you know, I, I like to focus on real world situations. People can are having trouble enough buying groceries in this real world, let alone Zuckerberg's metaverse, and, you know, to be able to afford extra uh, properties in some make-believe world or universe that you're going to access through your goggles or your VR goggles to me is just, you know, asinine and in, in this particular point in time where people are struggling so much, to, to, to feed their families and, and with inflation and travel cost. I mean, everything's costing more. Inflation is going through the roof.
2: Absolutely. And and the IRS is adjusting their deductions for inflation. But, yeah, inflation is absolutely through the roof. And I do think that this NFT is just another transactional type of activity where, you know, instead of purchasing, again, your typical way, you're just purchasing with digital coins.
1: Right. And uh, if you just joined us, we're talking with Michelle James here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes, tax resolution specialist. She's a CPA and an attorney uh, here in Tampa Bay. Taxprooftampa.com is the website for her. And what else do you think is topical? I know there's so much going on in this this financial world right now. But and then you also had like GoFundMe recently. You know, people were making donations to help the truckers in Canada. You know, with their peaceful protest. And then you know GoFundMe, which is a digital platform, uh, you know, allowing for funds to be, uh, you know, made through that site. They end up saying, hey, we're going to give it to other charities. And then they said, well, we'll actually refund it once they had some pressure. But it, there's a lot going on out there.
2: There is a lot. There is a lot going on out there. Um, And, you know, GoFundMe's can be made up by individuals. You know, I lost the parent, I lost the aunt, and I would like a GoFundMe account, uh, which which definitely can put um, our public at risk, right? Because you're hoping that what they're out there requesting funds for is actually legitimate, right? And right. and what they're doing with those funds. So yeah, I, I try to stay away from the GoFundMe. Uh, but again, things like um, they have started with um, Zelle and um, what is that? Zelle and cash App. Yeah. And for those people who have small businesses and they are using those venues, those those avenues of payment. Be, be aware that you know, at this point the IRS is now looking for you to make that reportable um, for the person that they are sending that to if it is a business account. So there there's certainly a lot of things that are just changing as we're moving with the IRS, and it is important that we keep up with it so that we kind of stay in compliance. Um, there has been there has been some slight increases with the standard deduction. That is now up to uh, twelve thousand five hundred and fifty dollars um, for this year, and double that for those who are married. We also see a slight increase in income tax bracket rates, and it will, and it will also be increasing for the twenty-two and twenty-three tax season. So, I think you know um, taxpayers need to be having a watchful eye, doing some tax planning, understanding that the tax rate and marginal tax rates are going up and how that will affect you. Yeah. So it is definitely going to be important for you to start kind of paying attention.
1: Reach out. We'd love to put you in touch with Michelle James, TaxProofTampa.com, 813-917-1894, 813-917-1894. And we'll put you right in touch with her, and she can help you with all of your strategic planning with the IRS. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Michelle. Thank you. All right, we're going to come back right here. we got Dan Manikheim, Pro Health Pest Control, on the program, plus our feel-good story of the day, birthday celebration held for a 100-year-old veteran. We'll be right back.
0: This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894 online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894.
1: And we're back. Brandon Rimes here, the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Certified negotiation expert, sports and entertainment certified uh, real estate agent with Keller Williams Realty and also a top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay. Uh, We'd love to help you win in your real estate deals, buying, selling, or investing. Uh, We can feature your property live on air as well, help our sellers profit more on the sale of their real estate properties. Uh, We've got a property at, uh, this is a commercial property, 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard, seven acres. This would be a perfect property for a self-storage, maybe a assisted living facility, boutique hotel, Got seven acres off of US Highway 41 in Lando Lakes. It's an amazing opportunity to build and develop land. 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard, right here in beautiful Tampa Bay, currently zone C2. It's a general commercial zoning. you got water and sewer available on site. Just a great opportunity here in beautiful Tampa Bay. Uh, also, another hot property, Oak Avenue in Palm Harbor. This is a vacant lot. This is a residential vacant lot on a canal with bay access for $179,000. So you've got, uh, not bay access, rather, sorry, you've got Lake Tarpon access, that is. You got the Tarpon Uh, Just all the great uh, opportunities there to go on the lake, go fishing, 2,500-acre lake right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com.
0: And
1: And we are going to welcome to the program, back to the program, Douglas Clark, ours Creole Smokehouse. Welcome back hey buddy how you doing excellent excellent doing well doing well my friend and uh we'd like to interview you a local business owner and kind of give us a little feel for what you're seeing out there and of course talk about the uh flavors of the month
4: uh flavors of the month is whatever we can get our hands on (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) no we just uh like i said you know how our menu works is it rotates daily you know we have a couple staples here and there and uh you know, for example, last week uh, we had a guest that was in town and uh, they stumbled upon us and they ate uh, four different nights here. Uh, they were staying at a B and B right around the corner here in Tarbert Springs and uh, we got recommended. and They came in and they ate four different nights and uh, I went out and talked to the table and they were like, "They go, uh, they go, well, you have a different menu every night." And I said, "We do." I go, "You know, we have especially seafood." I go, "We live right on uh, you know the beautiful Gulf and we're in Florida and you know what's the point of." you know, sticking to something, uh, for the long haul, you know, we have all this beautiful seafood out there, fish and, uh, you know, it, it allows us to go through product. It allows us to, uh, you know, I mean, we do 86 stuff, you know, sometimes at the end of the night, but that's how we, that's how it works here. You know, you, you know what you're getting, you're going to get, you know, the fresh made ingredients that day. We are, uh, I mean, when I say hundred percent scratch kitchen, we are hundred percent scratch kitchen. There's no, there's you no know, can, popping cans and boiling bags, and, uh, you know, we, we, we do it the right way. We do it the way that I was taught by my mom, you know, by some other chefs that I worked with throughout the years of my career. And, uh, you know, it's it's, it's, it's it's a tough job. It's a tough gig, but, uh, you know, it's well worth it when somebody comes in four nights in a week, find their vacation, and, you know, is, is impressed by it. You know, it's says a lot to our team and our staff and what we're trying to accomplish as a restaurant, as a company. Yeah, it's
1: great. Yeah, right on, man, and it's a family affair too. I know you got your family involved helping there, and and you know the, to have that the fact that you have that hundred percent scratch kitchen, the local fresh local ingredients. How's the supply chain been holding up on you?
4: You know, we just kind of go with the flow here. You know, the, the what worries I don't really worry about the. the... You know, the center of the plate items, you know, the fish, the steaks, you know, the pork, you know, that stuff's going to be available. Obviously, the price is going to go up. It's been creeping up. It's been doing that for, you know, quite a while now. But, you know, what makes me a little nervous is the the back end stuff that nobody really understands in a restaurant world. You know, the plastics, you know, the, you know, the to-go containers, you know. We need spoons and, you know, a specific spoon that we have is, you know, back ordered, you know. We got t-shirts, new t-shirts that we ordered way back in, uh You know, they said they were in stock, ready to go, and lo and behold, you know, they're in the middle of the ocean, and nobody knows where they're at. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so it's just stuff like that. The back-end stuff, you know, is what makes me nervous. We have to be, you know, aware of, you know, what what we have to accomplish, and, you know, I mean, to-go containers, you know, we still get a lot of to-go orders. Um, You know, people, some people, you know, it's their, you know, they don't feel comfortable going out and sitting in a restaurant, even though we have a beautiful outside, but, you know, on the rainy and coldy nights, you know, some people just want to take a to-go meal or, you know, we make it easy for them. We do family meals on Tuesdays, you know, and we were trying to make a, you know, make it comfortable for everybody. And, you know, it, so that stuff is expensive, you know, to-go containers. I mean, right. I mean, it's just, it, it keeps cre- creeping up, you know, it didn't matter when they were 10, 15, 25 cents apiece, but now, you know, each one is ranging, you know, a dollar, you know, if somebody puts a, hundred dollars to go order, and you know you're, you just added you know 10 bucks to the ticket you know on yeah. our end and uh you know it has nothing to do with the food it, that's the stuff that makes us a little nervous over here but you yeah. know we'll battle through it and we just gotta adjust to it you know it is what it is and we just take a look at the prices and you know there's enough companies out there and to find you know a different container here or that you know and the great thing is that, you know, all our suppliers and everybody's kind of sticking together, you know, they'll, they'll tell you, listen, you know, go look for somebody, some, go look at this guy over here. He might have something a little better for you and on our end, you know, and, you know, they're just kind of working together a little bit. Obviously, they want the business, but, you know, they're not going to. They're not going to jam you. You're not, they're not going to stick you up, you know, for it, which is cool, which is re- very respectful on a lot, a lot of our uh, sales reps and the companies that we deal with.
1: Yeah, it seems like the small business owner, the, the middle income, you know, earners, the, the low to middle income earners have to stick together now more than ever. It just seems like, you know, these governments, these these tech elites, these uh Political elites, these these folks, that are, you know, the, the, it just seems like they're all colluding to hurt the small business owner, just like when they did the lockdowns. Oh, let's lock down the small mom and pops and non-essential. You know, if you're if you're putting a if you're working at your job and you're paying your family, paying for your groceries, putting a roof over your head, there, there's no job that's non-essential out there. You know, and it, it, so it just it seems like it was in proportion, unproportionately. Uh, more harmful for the small business owners, the small restaurant owners, et cetera, with these lockdowns that we went through a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago.
4: Yeah, it was, uh, it was rough. You know, we stayed open. Uh, we never closed our doors. We, we never stick closed our doors. We, I paid uh, the staff, you know, even if they weren't working here, we kept them on the payroll. You know, they got paid. They weren't making as much as they, you know, if they were having a sit down dinner, but we kept money coming to them. We, you know, it allowed them to, you know, we do offer like a uh, matching 401k and, you know, some benefits here at a small little restaurant. We did that, you know, for a reason. And it was obviously before the pandemic, but the reason we did is, you know, we want to take care of our people. I don't want to keep, you know, I don't want job hoppers, you know, we don't want people that you know, the training is obviously, you know, it's like where you lose your money and you, right. you, know, you spend all this time and effort getting this guy or, or this person where they're supposed to be. And then all of a sudden they just bolt, you know, so we, we try to come up with something, you know, a little package on our end that, that keeps them in and it's worked and, you know, Obviously, with with that lockdown, you know, I mean, they could have got you know short term or long term disability it was it was available, but you know, or the unemployment, but they didn't really need it. You know, you didn't need it. You know, and you know, we just tried to keep you know try to keep money coming into them, and you know, it made for some long days for us here at the restaurant, our family. But you know, all those uh, I would say seventy five percent of that, that staff that you know wasn't here, they're they're still here, you know, to this day, which is great.
1: Yeah, you absolutely. Know? We're talking with Douglas Clark here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. He's the owner of Ours Creole Smokehouse right in Tarpon Springs and uh, right on Tarpon Avenue. He's got a great location. He's got a lot, of, a lot of times live music, outdoor seating, got a nice little bar area, and, and of course, indoor seating. But just excellent food. Uh, the official restaurant partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Definitely got to check them out. Go visit them and uh, enjoy that wonderful menu uh, that he has hundred percent scratch menu. He said, and, um, you got the oysters, you got all types of good food over there, Doug. Yeah,
4: we do dollar oysters on Mondays, uh, and, uh, Tuesdays we do, uh, smoke drummies and we do the family meal for the takeout or it's available in house. You know, we, uh, we're going to do one, uh, the family NOLA, you know, on this Tuesday. And, uh, you know, half a chicken, and you know, when I say half a chicken. We're not talking like you know a one pounder. You know, these birds come in; they're five pounds, and you know, we brine them for forty eight hours and put them on the smoker for a few. And you know, it's a it's uh it's one half bird will feed two people. So you know, the whole idea is you know you get some and take them home, and it's great for the take home. Thursdays we do full rack of ribs, sixteen bucks with a side. Our smoked potato salad is the best and our mac and cheese, and then uh, Friday and Saturday is just a rotating menu, and then every first Sunday of the month, which the next one coming up is March 6th, reservation's highly recommended, but uh, we do a Sunday brunch from 11 to 2, Uh, we make our own uh, Bloody Mary mix, we got uh, guys from Big Storm, we get their vodka in here, we use some of their Bloody Mary mix, and we, you know, make some uh, smoke some beef jerky, which we're going to try to get that out there on the market for some people, and we make our own bacon, and andouille sausage, and you know, smoke tasso. We got the we smoke bone marrow on the brunch, and you know it's all kinds of great stuff. We do what we want to do here, and because we feel like it's uh, good food, and it's you know it's going to taste flavorful, and uh, you're gonna you're not going to be disappointed. I promise you. Yeah, I promise you.
1: Sounds really good, man. So the first Sunday of the month, you got a brunch. Is that like a buffet style or off? No, the it's menu? all à la
4: carte. Yep. You know, and, it, and, you know, this past, let's see, the last Sunday we did, you know, we did 200 covers. We were booked solid till 145, and we had some tables come in at 145, you know. Uh, but it's all a la carte and changes every Sunday. Um, it just depends on what we feel like cooking or what we want to cook. And, uh, you know, it's just. Uh, you know, one we do is it's kind of funny. We we don't have any blue plates, but, you know, you go to these diners, you got the blue plate special. Well, we got the blue plate special on a white plate.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's excellent food, man. I've, I've sampled most of the menu now, and it's just unbelievably great food, great flavor, and uh, really, really just awesome, awesome menu. Check out Douglas Clark, ours Creole Smokehouse, and you can also check out the website. What's the best uh, social media and website for folks to find you at, Doug?
4: uh you can find us on facebook you know ours krill smokehouse instagram uh google is a good one you find all of our live events uh, on our website it all correlates with each other you know check the menu when you go to our website you go to the links and it'll say menu of the day or the weekly menu and it you know when we just check the date on it it'll say the date today's date and that'll be the menu you know I'm getting ready to go uh do a little typing right now and uh we got some salmon on the on the smoker some and uh, we're gonna do a little smoke and pasta tonight, and uh, you know, just to do some uh, nice stuff. So just check us out online, uh, leave a message when you call if you want a reservation. It's Friday and Saturday, definitely make a reservation. We are booked. We are booked solid for Valentine's Day. We have no more reservations available. So we're, we're jamming, we're 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 rocking out over here. And you know, good, it's it's kudos to the city of Tarpon Springs. They welcome us in. We love them. We love it here. We love this little city a little booming town man when we first came here three years ago everybody was like oh you know but there's a lot going on here a lot of good people involved in this city and uh it's really coming together and it's going to be a happening one you know there's there's seven different breweries there's a lot of stuff to do walk around the whole little city is great you know support this little town up here we got a lot of stuff going on
1: it really is we had the mayor uh chris alihusos on the show a while back about last year i guess it was and and, uh, yeah, he's doing a lot over there. He's got a good reserves in the city, Does it really managing it well. And uh, the the city, I believe it's the, the city in the southeast that has the most amount of waterfront because there's so many canals and riverways yeah. and waterways. Just a great place. And uh, Douglas Clark, go visit him. Go visit Doug over at ours Creole Smokehouse right there on Tarpon. And uh, thanks for the oversight or the uh, insights there, Doug. Appreciate it. All
4: right. Thank you, guys. Have a great day, great weekend, great month. And let's do it. Let's so do you it, gotta- buddy.
1: Thanks, man. Take care. All right, we we'll take a quick break when we come back. Uh, we're going to talk about our feel-good story of the day. We got a hundred-year-old veteran celebrating a birthday celebration right here in St. Petersburg, and uh, more from our uh, local stories here. We got some stories on a national level I want to touch on as well here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, make sure you follow us online at Brandon Rhymes One on Instagram and Twitter. Get her as well, and our Spotify. We've got a podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, please download our podcast and catch a show on demand. And we'll be right back here on Consumer Quarterback show, ConsumerQB.com.
5: Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com.
1: To get in touch with
0: Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com.
1: Looking for a venue to host your next business or family event? Make it Largo Event Center. The Consumer Quarterback Show has used the Largo Event Center, and the hall and service you get is fantastic. Over 8,500 square feet of meeting space, perfect for events, expos, and trade shows. Upstairs offers space for smaller meetings and groups to include use of their lounge and game room. Plenty of room outside for car shows or food truck events and concerts. Largo Event Center is just west of US-19 on 126th Avenue. For booking and details, visit Largo Event center.com that's largoeventcenter.com or call guy at 727 776
0: You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback Brandon Rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay Online
1: at consumerqb.com. And hey, we're back. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team. Keller Williams Realty always helping you win in your real estate deals. If you're buying, selling, or investing, we would love to talk to you. We got 4302 North Nebraska Avenue. Uh, this is a property, you got your own private billboard. This is a commercial property. Thousands of vehicles passing by daily. Beautiful property at 4302 North Nebraska Avenue here. You've got beautiful wood flooring, got a kitchen, plenty of space as well. Spacious office building, 2115 square feet. On Nebraska Avenue in Tampa. Also, right across the street there, we've got another property listing on Nebraska as well, 4214 uh, Nebraska Avenue. This is a dry cleaner. These are both in Seminole Heights area, so it's an up and coming area. Beautiful property uh, here as well. This is a dry cleaner for sale. You've got all the equipment, the real estate, and it's clean, uh, creating income. Great opportunity to own and buy real estate here in the commercial space on North Nebraska Avenue in Tampa. You can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. birthday celebration for a 100-year-old World, World War II veteran. This is a St. Petersburg veteran, uh, in St. Petersburg, rather. He got a birthday uh, celebration made for a hero. The community of St. Petersburg held a parade for Corporal Bart uh, Coricelli for his 100th birthday. And he served in the 4th Marine Division of World War II. Uh, during this time, he served as a flamethrower in a tank and saw the rising of the flag on Iwo Jima. Uh, Coricelli sat in his driveway Saturday as others uh, greeted him. Uh, veterans bomber girls and world war ii planes overhead flew overhead and greeted him his celebration was overwhelming he appreciated the effort and he was kind of jokingly said i think it's nice and they could have picked maybe someone nicer i don't know uh, but i give a uh, love to everybody that's out here and uh, said you can also mail him a birthday card p.o box 49212 st petersburg florida Four nine two one two Saint Petersburg, Florida. So we love our veterans. We offer discounts for veterans, first responders, teachers, nurses here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. If you're buying, selling, or investing, uh, so I want to talk a little bit about what's going on in the world here. You've got uh, a lot of interesting stuff on the on the uh, the uh, voter fraud uh, that's happening. I'm going to play a clip here as well. This is uh, relating to. Dinesh D'Souza's movie coming out called Two Thousand Mules. If you haven't heard of that, it's very interesting. Here's a quick clip.
5: Fortunately, True the Vote has um, done their work in all the key uh, states, and they focused on the heavily Democratic areas, Fulton County, uh, Georgia. They focused on Maricopa County in Arizona, uh, also in the Detroit area of Michigan, the Milwaukee area of Wisconsin, and then the greater Philadelphia area in Pennsylvania, and um, using uh, really two things. One is geo-tracking. Geo-tracking is basically cell phone tracking. And cell phone tracking is very useful because if you're able to process the data, you can actually see these so-called mules. Mules are kind of paid vote traffickers. Mules are people who come to ballot boxes very often at night uh, they come using gloves uh, so that they don 't leave any fingerprints. Uh, they take photos of themselves so that they can get paid for the ballots that they 're dumping. They make multiple trips to multiple drop boxes so there is no question in any of the state of these states that we are witnessing illegal activity, even in areas where it was temporarily allowed to do quote vote harvesting in no area is it legal to be paid. Uh, to deliver votes to a to a mail-in drop box. Yeah,
1: so this is all on tape. Jonathan's joining me here uh, in studio. Jonathan Torres as well. So this is all on tape. It's proven. You've got illegal votes, Ill- illegal activity. And there's another clip I'm going to play here in a minute that shows once they're leaving the drop boxes, they're going to Stacey Abrams' home office, or their, you know, their their quarter headquarters. Wow. So they, so they got geo tracking. They, they're wearing gloves. They're doing this between the hours of midnight and five a.m. Mm-hmm. And they're also posing for selfies outside of these drop boxes. And there's reports of one person that had p- got paid up to forty five thousand dollars. I think it's ten dollars per ballot. Wow, that was a going rate for that, John.
3: Well, and that's why you're seeing states like Florida, and hopefully more states are going to follow suit in terms of making ballot harvesting illegal. Yeah. Um, and again. What most of these people don't realize, uh, because if they're dumb enough to commit voter fraud, they're probably they're they're probably too dumb to realize that the minute you take a picture, there's a bunch of metadata that gets attached to that picture with the time you took it, the location you took it, yeah. uh I mean, you know, what device it came from, you know, and, and then inevitably not only is that semi permanently stored on your device, uh, but most people are backing up their pictures to the cloud, yeah, you know, or to some sort of backup device. Uh in and, and so What's unfortunate is that, you know, for us to be able to prove that there was widespread voter fraud in that in the last presidential election is that it takes time. It takes yeah, a lot of time. That's right. And there just wasn't enough time between November and January uh, 1st to be able to make that case, to have the evidence to bring to the courts, which is why the courts were so quick to dismiss it in the and, first place. And
1: that was part of their grand scheme. They knew that it was going to be that difficult. And then, and then when you file those early cases, oh, wow, those those cases lost. They didn't have merit. They lost. That's why. Now, check out this follow up clip from Charlie Kirk.
6: Stacey Abrams, here's some advice. Stop running for governor. Get some really good lawyers, because I've seen some evidence in Dinesh D'Souza's movie that you're going to have some serious criminal explaining to do. Why is it that the mules that were dropping off ballots in Georgia also kept on showing up to your headquarters that you were running? Why is it that they would go to your office first and then go to 10, 20, 30, 40 drop boxes after that? Why is that, Stacey Abrams? Hope you have a good lawyer. Because using... Cell phone technology, we know that they were going to your office. We know that they were coming to you. Were you the architect of this? Were you Mark Elias's lieutenant on the ground in Georgia to make this all happen? Stacey Abrams, I'd be a lot less worried about Black History Month reading lessons and more worried about whether or not you're going to have to spend some time for not just a felony, but creating a potential criminal conspiracy of ballot trafficking in a battleground state and not just one. But two elections 60 days apart.
1: Yeah, two elections, 60 days apart. The uh, follow-up with the Warnock and the, the uh, David uh, Perdue. Uh, but yeah, so it's, well, it's stacking up to see. Un- this is going to be unbelievable proof, not well, to not, mention the anomalies as well. It's not
3: difficult to connect the dots. I mean, we know right. that she raised millions of dollars to do voter outreach and voter registration in Georgia, leading up to not only the presidential election, but also the runoff election. Yeah. Um, and then nowadays, because you know, a lot of the people that you hire, a lot of these organizers, that go door to door to do this type of work it's all done on your phone right and so it's very it was very easy for them to have a record of who they registered knowing you know that they probably don't know the rules um, and what they are and aren't allowed to do with their ballots, yep. and they went back to those individuals and said, "Hey, why don't you just give us your ballots and we'll turn it in for
1: you?" Yeah, absolutely. And they did that on a massive scale, multiple states, all swing states. And it, did you notice it was Fulton County, Atlanta, Maricopa, Arizona, Detroit, Michigan, Milwaukee, and then Philly, Pennsylvania, all Democratic, heavily ran Democrat uh, yep. strongholds, so they could control that and they could, uh, you know, push this. And of course, you know, hopefully this will come to to a head and
3: we'll we'll start winning some. Suits here. Sad thing is the mainstream media is completely ignoring it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, yeah. as they always do. Hey, another great show. Thanks, John. I want to thank Douglas Clark, Michelle James on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another and be a force for good in the community. We'll see you next time. Consumer, you've Quarterback been show. listening
0: to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Call Brandon Rhymes at. That's 813-917-1894. That's 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.